All right, y'all, welcome to the Mad Rhythms Podcast Network. This is the Either And Podcast, and I'm your host, Brill Barry. When there's contention or controversy, most people believe the solution has to be either or. I believe the solution lies somewhere in either and. All right, y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the Either And Podcast podcast i am your host brill barrett and i am so happy to be back with you all it's been a while it has been a while but you know what that's life right things happen we do things things happen to us we make things happen however it goes whatever your energy is whatever your flavor is you you know how it goes but in any event um i'm excited i'm excited to be back and i'm excited to talk with you all and kind of fill you in on what's been going on in my life, you know, how things have been flowing, uh, things have been beautiful, things have been wonderful, I'm, I'm truly blessed, uh, and I'm just, I don't know, I'm ecstatic, I'm ecstatic, so without further ado, let's get into it, let's get into this episode, uh, this episode has been brought to you by, no, I'm just joking, we ain't got sponsors, not yet. <laughs> but oh yeah this episode is definitely brought to you by mad rhythms um and the either and podcast is a proud part of the mad rhythms podcast network and we also share of course with our our i was gonna say sister podcast a brother podcast whatever you want to call it but uh uh we got a uh, what's his name oh tristan yeah tristan bruins has his uh gasp of a dying art form podcast which is also a proud member of the mad rhythms podcast network so start expecting more and more from us y'all start expecting more and more that's all i can say so let's get into some things first and foremost (laughs) what have you missed or we missed really since the last podcast so let's see. We had the Tap Summit, the Chicago Tap Summit. That was a great and wonderful event. We do it every year, and every year it gets bigger and better. We even recorded a podcast during the Tap Summit, which is going to come out real soon, and you'll get to hear that episode and check into that. But um, where we talked with um, quite a few leaders of Chicago's tap dance community, and um, it made for an interesting conversation. Filled with uh, emotions, an emotional roller coaster, if you will. Because when you start digging into the history, you start digging into the good and the bad and all in things in between. <laughs> so within the event, the Chicago Tap Summit happened um, and we debuted as part of the summit. So we had our classes, we had our workshops. Um, we celebrated our second annual Mad Rhythms Day in Chicago, which is October the 1st. Um and we got the third one coming up, so that's going to be wonderful this year. I don't know how we're going to do it this year, but we, I don't know. Maybe y'all can help with some suggestions on the best ways for us to celebrate our third Mad Rhythms Day in Chicago because we got to do it big. Um, you know, that's how we do. So with that being said, we had the classes. We had the attendance was wonderful. People came from all over. We had the the workshops, we had the footage sessions, we had all of that, but we debuted a new show. And that's probably the thing I'm most excited about. Donetta Lil Bit Jackson had her production debut. She's choreographed for years, and she's had choreography in association with and contributed choreography to maybe many of our past productions. 
But to have an entire show from the mind of Donetta Jackson, that was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. I had a good time. It was all about 90s and 2000s R&B and hip-hop. And we danced to everything from some Aaliyah to Kendrick Lamar to some Twister and Shauna. Um, Some some old Usher, (laughs) like when he first came. Like it was crazy. It was a beautiful show. I don't think people really got excited. And it still goes to show that sometimes people are surprised. Oh, y'all could dance to that? And I'm like, yes, you can tap dance to any and everything. Tap is music. Tap is rhythm. Tap is raw. So tap matches and connects with any musical form that you would love for it to connect with. So, yes, we tap dance to hip-hop. We tap dance to R&B. Those are the things that are parts of our culture, just as we tap to jazz. And just as you can tap to classical and just as you can tap to gospel, uh, which we also do and which we have done. So I love that we're still introducing and teaching people that tap is a universal art form and that you can do it and connect it with anything if you have the vision, if you hear the rhythm, so to speak. So, yeah, a mad mixtape. We've actually done it a few times. We did it. During the summit, the Chicago Tap Summit, we debuted it during the Chicago Tap Summit. Then we performed it as part of uh, Chicago Dance Makers Elevate Chicago Dance Festival. So we did it in Bronzeville in our home. Then we went downtown and did it at the Dance Center of Columbia College. It was very cool to see the reception and the response that people are giving it. And I think for Matt Rhythms, it's probably one of our best shows. And yes, I include the stuff I've choreographed and created as well. Because these young folks, they are just on a mission. And that mission, I love it when they can artistically express what that mission is. And that's what you have seen. And that's what's happened with the Mad Mixtape. And that's Donetta Jackson. Donetta Little Bit Jackson. You got to say the little bit because in the footwork world, Chicago footwork to be exact, that's what she's known as, Little Bit. And one of the coolest aspects of this show, a Mad Mixtape, was that We combined, and there was a lot of cross-intersections of tap and Chicago footwork. And so that is, like, that show, a mad mixtape, is truly Chicago. And so that's pretty much all I got to say. If If you're interested in that, there will be some chances later this year, 2023, for you to see the show. So, you know, if you follow us, if you're connected on any of our social media, if you're on our mailing list, you'll get hold to it. But a mad mixtape is coming back, is coming back this summer. So let's see, what else? What else did we do? Mad Rhythms, what happened? Oh, yeah, I forgot. So yours truly, thank you, Vanessa. That's that's the super producer you'll hear in the background. Um, I think this season we just going to put an on mic in front of Vanessa because, you know. We talk through these episodes all the time anyway, so you might as well just start hearing fully from Vanessa. But New City does a list every year of the top 50 players in Chicago in various genres. And so last year, I was honored to be included as one of the 50 players who move in Chicago for dance. But on the back end, like like with the building of Matt Rhythms and, and the contributions to the art form and to the city with the things that I've done as an artistic director. So I was even doubly honored and maybe a little bit 
more personally honored that they included me this year, but for my what I do as a tap dancer, as an artist myself. And that made me just, I was happy. Like, just to know that what I'm doing still makes a difference, still matters, and that people still recognize it. So I was truly enjoyed and honored and uh, humbled to be given that honor. So I do appreciate it. I am thankful to New City for the inclusion. And uh, I'm going to keep doing the work. As uh, one of my mentors, Baba Kwesi, rest in power, used to say, do the work. Keep doing the work. And so that's what I will continue to do is do the work. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, we got some mentions in the Chicago Reader and the Chicago Tribune for different things. Oh, but Chicago Reader. Oh, yeah. Thank you. See, Vanessa, it's, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, whenever I come up with a good idea, whenever a thought materializes, I'm going to call that a Vanessa. <laughs> But anyway, um, so yeah, Matt Rhythms, we were nominated this year again. Thank you. We've been nominated now for the past three years in a row, and we've won the categories that we were nominated in. So I'm extremely happy and, and just overjoyed and over the moon and satisfied with that. But this year, we're nominated for Best Original Dance Content. And it is, speaking of Donetta Jackson, it is Donetta Jackson and Mad Rhythms for RPM. Now, if you haven't seen that video, go to our YouTube channel, which if you haven't checked out our new YouTube channel, you should be checking that out anyway. And it's at Mad Rhythm. So the cool thing is on any social media, everywhere you want to find us, we are at Mad Rhythms, point blank. M-A-D-D-R-H-Y-T-H-M-S. You got this. Um, but RPM, which was a digital concept that we put out, produced and created, by Donetta Lilbit Jackson. That is our, we were nominated for best original digital content by the Chicago Reader for 2022. So the voting is open now. And uh, by the time you hear this, the voting will still be open. So please go vote. Get your vote in. Um, and also the Hair Washington Culture Center itself is nominated as a best venue for dance. And that is a very cool thing because this is a theater and a cultural center that's more known for theatrical productions. But I think over the past few years, there's been a, a, a big push and a lot of energy and effort by myself and the executive director, uh, the global executive director, Ms. Jimalita Tillman, to make this a place for the arts in Chicago, period. A home for the arts. And a big part of that was making dance truly accessible here. And so I love that that is being recognized by the Chicago Reader. And that nomination is open, and we hope that you will also vote and vote twice. So once for Mad Rhythms for Best Original, uh, say it fast, three times, Best Original Digital Content in Dance with RPM. Shout-outs to Donetta Jackson. And then also the Harold Washington Cultural Center, that nomination is for best venue for dance in Chicago. And that is, that's an honor as well, a, a true honor. Um, so, yeah, that's some of the things that we've been doing, some of the things that have been going on. Uh, what, what else, Vanessa? What, 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 I might as well, I'm, I'm not going to act like I'm thinking. I'm just going to say, Vanessa, what else? What, 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 what
was that last year? Was that since the last podcast? Oh, that was at the very top of this year, I believe. Yeah, Chicago Magazine did a did an article on Mad Rhythms, and they featured, well, myself and who else? Mark Yonley from Chicago Tap Theater and Star Dixon from Mad Rhythms as well was, was, was featured, and also Sterling, Sterling Harris, who was also featured. So it's pretty cool. Like, this has been a great year, and what I love is that no matter what, we're still in the studio on the wood doing what we got to do to build ourselves as tap dancers and build the dance form and build ourselves within the dance form. You know, at one time, which is why why Tristan started his podcast, people would always say, oh, I thought tap was a dying art form. And we've been telling people for years, no, it is alive and well. So I am uh, very happy and enthused to know that it's starting to get the recognition and it's starting to get recognition outside of the tap world itself and just people who are into being entertained or or more than that, appreciating art are starting to appreciate and love tap dance. Yeah, those are some key factors and some key events and things that have gone on that have just that have got me in one of the best moods ever. Did I mention we're back with another season of the Either And Podcast with Brill Barrett? Yes, that has me more enthused than anything. You know, that either and methodology, the ideology, I should say, of either and, I still run into so many people who don't, when dealing with problems and assessing the ways we can solve situations and problems in this country, they still don't give that either and a a, a proper, I think, processing of thought. It's a lot of either or, either my way or, or no way. And I think that's one of the reasons we're in the situation that we're in in this country. <laughs> Golly, like that's one of the reasons we're in this situation. And I think just if we had more relevance, more reverence for that either and aspect of, of the conversation, we could possibly start doing things and making better changes. And so that's why I'm I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. I'm, I'm like glad that I have the opportunity to just talk with you just share with you and just maybe get you to start talking and sharing back with me about how you feel about these things and how talking with people you don't agree with doesn't have to be the end of the conversation because you don't agree but finding ways to find commonality common ground and then work your way out from there can be it can be a solvent to the situation so We'll keep pushing. We'll keep moving and grooving and motivating. Um, I think one of the things you might find this season of the podcast is that I want to do more interviews. I'm going to start talking to other people more often because I think as much as I love to talk, I love to talk almost as much as I love tap. And if you know anything about me, you should have a pretty strong idea about how much I love tap. So, Talking is 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 a strong thing for me. But in this situation, I think dialogue, talking to people, with people, and having that, albeit similar opinion, opposing opinion, but whatever, having that viewpoint right there to kind of toss back and forth, I think creates a different dynamic that I want to start exploring and sharing with you more. I'm going to talk to a lot of people 
and I know for a fact that we don't always all agree on everything. No one does. And so I think giving you the opportunity to be a part of those conversations where we agree on things and even things we don't agree, maybe we can agree on how to approach or begin the approach of those things. That'll create a different dynamic that I would like to be an example of. Because, man, if we don't start talking, we are going to lose out. And we're going to continue to lose out. It's it, Like I said, we're in a crazy state right now. So it it's time. It's time. We got Black History Month coming up. So I, I'm going to be talking to a lot of people that I respect. And, oh, yeah, we're in. <laughs> Thank you, Vanessa. <laughs> we're in Black History Month. So I'm going to be talking to the second part of this still rings true. I'm going to be talking to and uh, connecting with a lot of folks who are making moves and making a difference in various ways in the community. Some will be tap dancers. Some will be dancers of of different genres. uh, And then some will be people who don't dance. They will be people that maybe are making a difference in technology or 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 I don't know, just different ways that we can all start to look at how we connect and in and, and different ways we can connect even more and connect even better. And so, yeah, the interviews, get ready. There's going to be a lot of those. And then after Black History Month, we'll have Women's History Month, and you'll see me start to dig in and have a lot of conversations with a lot of the women. I always start from a personal place. So a lot of the women that are in my life and that have made it possible for me to be where I am, um, and then, of course, a lot of women historically and throughout the art form and, and, and even just other women in the city of Chicago who are doing and making the moves and making the differences that we all benefit from. So that's some of the, the stuff you're going to have to deal with and watch and listen to. Oh, yeah. Speaking of watch, because we're about to move this whole podcast into the visual medium and make it a visual podcast. So. This will probably be the last time that you kind of just hear my voice or see some images, but we're going full on visual and making video podcasts going forward. So get ready for that as well. Vanessa, what else we got? Oh, yeah. And as a matter of fact, I'm even just, well, I'm trying not to really get into what's happening Right now, at this very moment in this country where another unarmed black man has been killed. But that that's going to take us into some directions. I will say, not since George Floyd. What's the brother's name that's in the news right now? He just got killed. Yeah, Tyree. Tyree Nichols. Um, I think I'm saying his name right. Uh, Vanessa will check, of course, and make sure. But not since George Floyd has the situation of seeing an unarmed black man uh, be murdered, like hit me so hard. And it took quite a few years, <laughs> albeit we were in the middle of a pandemic as well, for me to kind of emotionally get through that and get past that. And so when they released this video of of young brother Tyree being murdered, because that's what we watched, I, 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 like most people, was trying not to watch it. I was trying not to watch it. As a matter of fact, I was just in Canada and uh, being a part of the International Association of Blacks in Dance, which Mad Rhythms is now a member of and a part of, and being there for that conference 
was a very uplifting moment and connecting with folks who do this work all over the world, all over the country, just from, you know, where you can think of these people were coming from all over and we were connecting and Mad Rhythms got to present and we presented uh, a couple of uh, pieces from our Nina Simone show and well-received people really enjoyed it. And we got to share a stage uh, or share a bill, I should say, uh, with Soul Defined, which is one of our fellow top companies out of D.C. Shout out to them. And it was just a very, it was bonding, it was connecting, it was building, it was people coming together for the sake of community, but also building art and building art within community. And so that was like this super positive, super uplifting, super whatever positive attribute you can give to it situation that I was in the middle of. And why did I bow to the peer pressure? About Sunday morning, which was my last day there, I started, I was like, okay, they released a video. I think they released it maybe Saturday morning or Friday. You say Friday? And so I was, I knew it had been released, but I didn't want to see it. I was like, I, I can't do this again. And I watched it on Sunday morning while I was kind of getting packed and getting ready to get, get out of the hotel in, in Toronto. And it stopped me dead in my tracks, broke me down into tears. And I just, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, here we are again in this same type of situation where you're watching a black man's life be taken away. And this time, I mean, there's differences in the situation. The police were black, so that was a different element. The young man, if you watch the video, he was confused from the moment they approached him to the moment that they ended his life. He never knew what was going on. And so to watch that in real time and to, and to see the emotion and then to hear his mom and dad speak and then uh, what's the brother, the the attorney that just took over, Ben Crump, attorney Ben Crump, got out and talked about it. I was like, man, we shouldn't be here again. This has to change and we've got to change it. Like the system of policing in this country, and I know I just took a, a way turn from the way I started this podcast, but this is also a part of who I am and who I am as a black man raised in America. These are the things I see. These are the things I witness. These are the things I think about. Some of these are the things I ex I've experienced, but the system of policing in this country has to be dealt with. Like it, like the either and of this situation in particular is that we've got to deal with the system the policies, but also the culture. A lot of people think it's either or, and this is a situation where it's both. The system itself is built on a system of not giving credence to people's humanity. It's the best way I can put that. It is oppression. It is degradation. It is any negative word you can think of to describe how we treat people, it is ingrained within the system of policing in America. And I think that's something we have really got to dig into. At the same time, looking at the culture and things are so succinct within the culture that whether it's a white man kneeling on the neck of a black man or whether it's five black men beating this black man senseless, it's the system 
that they work within the culture of policing that pretty much teaches everybody who is involved in it that black and brown lives don't matter, that they're less than, so therefore you can treat them less than. And it's such a part of the culture that even black people within that culture fall prey and do the same things. Like they beat that young brother like he was nothing. And you just got to take a minute and stop and let that sit with you because these are the things that we've been saying are a problem forever. And a lot of people won't believe it until they see it. And so here's another chance. Someone has to die for you to see it, to believe that this is a problem for America. This is this country's problem, not just for black America, but for America, this is an American problem. This system of, of policing, this system of how we deal with people we deem to be less than. Whatever we deem the thing, we deem people less than in a whole different way. And we deal with them in a different way. And we've got to stop that. Everybody should have, at the bare minimum, the opportunity to be treated as a human being. To exist, period. That's a bare minimum. Everything else on top of that has to be whatever we build into it. But there's so much of this, I don't know, the, the way we as society function right now, at the bare minimum, we don't even acknowledge people's humanity, acknowledge their existence. And so, you know, you'll probably hear me come back to this through various issues throughout the podcast, throughout the season, <laughs> hell, throughout the life of the podcast, because this is something, you know, every 10 years or so, 10 to 20 years, there's a new movement of black people fighting for equality. And so every time someone says to me, well, this happened, so it's over, I point out, then why did this have to happen again 10 years later? Like the Black Lives Matter movement was just the next version of the civil rights movement. And the civil rights movement was just the next movement of the abolitionist movement. Like there are movements that keep having to happen. And if everything was wonderful the way people say things are oh the way people try to act like things are then we would not have to keep having these movements because when you look into these movements we're saying the same thing there's no different script there's no new issues and new problems we're fighting the same fight i hate to see this generation fighting the same fight that the generation before them fought and then we're fighting the same fight that the generation before us fought. And so on and so forth. So things change, but they don't change enough. Or they change a little, and then they just slide back into the same old thing. You know, I remember when we were going through 2020, and then the George Floyd thing happened, and then people started getting, companies started getting called to the mat for various things. Organizations companies, corporations, like anything you can think of, 
if there was an air of mistreatment if there was an air of inequality if there was an air of it's always been this way which is why it still is this way all those things got called out to the forefront and i mean a lot of those companies were left and right we're gonna change we're gonna do this we're gonna donate these millions of dollars to these causes we're gonna practice equity we're gonna practice equality we're gonna do all of these things and a lot of those same companies two years later have done none of those things They just needed to say what needed to be said to be on the right side of history and then only to backslide right into the same old, same old. And so I look at a lot of situations that we're experiencing right now. It's definitely me looking at it through the either and lens because I don't quite understand how we're still in this situation. So it definitely couldn't have just been that thing or this thing were the ways to deal with it. Because they haven't been dealt with. We're still here. We're still burying our young brothers and sisters who have died at the hands of police brutality. We're still burying our young brothers and sisters who are who have died at the hands of neighborhood violence. We're still burying like I don't want to keep saying we're still burying, but it's a sad case. Political violence. People are shooting and killing folks over political ideologies now. So everything is at a fever pitch in terms of we don't deal with people and we don't deal with situations to come out with a solution. We just deal with it to get past it. And I'm hoping, you know, that this podcast, amongst many, can be one of those voices that can cut through just to get people to start talking about what the solutions are. If there are solutions, because sometimes we complain, 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 but Without solutions, then you're just setting yourself up for a life of complaining. I know one of my mentors, Professor Robert L. Reed, rest in power. One of the things I remember about him is that he was he was very, very strong-willed and strong-minded about standing up for black people and black people's rights, especially as a tap dancer. He produced a festival. And one of the things he did at his festival, the St. Louis Tap Festival, was he brought, always brought any of the living elder statesmen and women, if they were still alive, he brought them to his festival. Because he wanted you to know, this is where you come from. This is why you can do what you do. And he kept that connection alive for us as young people. And so I very much, when I started a lot of the things that I do with Mad Rhythms, I started emulating that kind of mentality of, Stay connected to the history. Stay connected to where things come from. And this is why we do what we do. And this is how you'll know the legacy that you are a part of. But I also remember toward the end of his life, Professor Robert L. Reed was very bitter. He had spent his life being so upset at the things and how they affected him that he was bitter. And so I remember just thinking, but I love, like, I love, I love being happy. I love being able to do what I love for a living. So I want to try my best to, while still confronting issues, not let them eat me to my core and make me better. And one of the things I love is that I have tap dance to help keep me from going too far down that rabbit hole. I just dance. I dance it out. I dance. I dance it out. I dance to deal with issues. And so I know one of the things that I want to focus on this year, too, is changing the narrative. 
about what tap dance is. We we still whenever someone outside of the tap dance culture refers to tap dance, it is in a negative format. Tap oh, he's tap dancing around the truth. That's one of those things you hear a lot. And so one of the things that I've really been thinking about and talking about is, you know, the fact that we can change the narrative of how we even use the word tap dance, how we use the phrasing tap dance. Like I've I've heard some tap dancers say they don't even want to call themselves tap dancers anymore because whenever people you use the term tap dance, they're using it in a negative connotation. But I believe that we can change that connotation to a positive one. So, like, I tap dance my issues. I tap dance through my issues. I use tap dance to work my issues out. So if that's not the opposite of tap dancing around something, then I don't know what is. So even when I talk to people now, I'm, I'm starting to change my own language, just like I'd prefer to say I love you to life over I love you to death. I prefer to say I'm tap dancing my issues right now as opposed to someone's tap dancing around an issue. So these are some of the things you'll hear me talk about a lot this this go round, this this season or session, whatever you want to call it. I almost call it a session because I think in every time I'm on this mic and every time we have the chance to have these interactions, it is like a session of 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 some kind of psychology therapy something because i think the more we can express ourselves the more we don't have certain things we'll keep certain things pent up and the more we can be productive in society so yeah this is this is a session and this is my therapy and i'm tap dancing through it and i hope you'll take this journey with me and tap dance right along beside and we'll continue to build and we'll continue to you know, create that change, make that difference, if you will. That is the cornerstone of what it takes to have a better society, to have a better environment, to be in a good environment, a good, pleasant environment. I think sometimes we take that for granted. So I don't know. What else? What else? Did I miss anything, Vanessa? Oh, yeah. You can definitely reach out to Mad Rhythms. Again, we are Mad Rhythms on all social media. I am Brill Barrett on all social media. And how about this? This is brand new. The Either and Podcast at MadRhythms.com. That's the new email <laughs> that I'm going to set up right after I get off this mic. <laughs> but now I have no choice. I said it, so now I got to do it. And I think that's kind of where we are sometimes as a society. Sometimes you just got to put it out there and then you got to make it. It's, it's how it holds you accountable. So I'm accountable now to having the either and podcast at madrhythms.com as the way that you can reach out with specific questions, concerns, comments, ideas, or just to say, hey, I listened. I connected. It made sense to me. So I think that's going to wrap up this episode. I'm not going to keep it long. I just wanted to say, hey, how you doing? I'm back. (laughs) And I hope you'll continue to take this journey with me. I am Brill Barrett. This is the Either And Podcast. And uh, I'll be seeing you soon.